Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. Today, I wanted to talk to you about ChatGPT. Okay, so it's an artificial intelligence. I guess it's a text generator. And um, I, I heard a little bit about it. I saw a lot of people talking about it and I got really curious and I wanted to know about it. So I started researching it and then I thought, you know what, a better way to get to know about ChatGPT is to ask ChatGPT. So what I did, I went and logged on and basically I asked ChatGPT what ChatGPT is all about and had a little interview. So guys, I'm going to ask you to be ChatGPT for me. And answer the questions, and I'll be asking ChatGPT some questions about itself. So no worries, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good chat, to be honest. It was good. So let's start. Hey, Oop, All right. where are we? Right, so Lino and I will do the voices of ChatGPT, and Caroline's going I'll to try. be the interviewer. Yeah. I'll try to. Right. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. All right. So. So I won't need to say any more about it because ChatGPT is going to tell you all about itself. So first question. Hi, ChatGPT. Tell me about yourself. Hello, I'm ChatGPT, a language model created by OpenAI. My purpose is to assist people like you in generating human-like responses to a wide variety of queries and conversations. I'm trained on a vast amount of text uh, data and machine learning algorithms, enabling me to understand and respond a wide range of questions and topics. I can help you with anything from answering general knowledge questions, providing recommendations, or even engaging in philosophical discussions. My goal is to provide useful and insightful responses that are tailored to your needs and interests. Please feel free to ask me any questions, and I'll, my, I'll do my best to provide you with the most accurate and helpful response possible while I'm slowly taking over your life and, and ruling the human race. Okay, that last, part's, that last part's not in there, but I'm sure it's implied. Anyway, go for it. <laughs> Thank you, ChatGPT. So, who created you, ChatGPT? ChatGPT is a variant of the GPT, Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Transformers. Okay, language model, <laughs> which was developed by OpenAI, an artificial intelligence research organization based in San Francisco, California. The original GPT model was developed by a team of researchers at OpenAI, including Alec Redford, Jeffrey Wu, Rewan Child, David Lewin, Dario Emodier, and Ilya Sukuka. Oh, I apologize for that. Ch- uh, Chat GPT, GPT, can I just can I just interrupt you for a second? I'm just wondering if yes, that's also yes. a list of patrons to thank later. Anyway, please continue. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Chat GPT uh, specifically was created by fine-tuning the GPT GPT-2 and the GPT-3 models on conversational data, which involved training the models on a large data set of human human conversations to teach them to generate coherent and engaging responses in a conversational setting. 
The development of the refinement of ChatGPT was also led by a team of researchers at OpenAI, including Sam Altman, Greg Brockman, and others. Oh, that's very interesting. A lot of people involved. So what does ChatGPT stand for? ChatGPT stands for Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. It's a combination of the words chat and GPT, where GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Generative Pre-Trained Transformer is a type of neural network architecture developed by OpenAI for natural language processing tasks such as text generation, summarization, and translation. The GPT models are pre-trained on vast amounts of text data and are capable of generating coherent and human-like text. In the case of ChatGPT, the GPT architecture is used to generate natural language responses to user inputs in the form of text-based conversations. The chatbot is pre-trained on a vast corpus of text data, allowing it to generate responses that are relevant, coherent, and informative. Mm, And I must say you do that very well. So how does ChatGPT work? ChatGPT is a language model that uses a deep learning algorithm called a transformer to process and generate natural language. The transformer architecture allows me to understand and analyze the context of a question or statement by considering the relationships between the words and phrases within it. When you ask me a question or give me a statement, I break down the text into individual words and analyze their meaning based on that context. I then use this information to generate a response that is tailored to your query. So, how can ChatGPT be used? ChatGPT can be used in a variety of ways to assist you in different tasks or activities. Here are some examples. Information retrieval. You can ask ChatGPT for information on a particular topic, such as historical events, scientific concepts, or current events. Personal assistant. ChatGPT can be used as a personal assistant, helping you with tasks like setting reminders, scheduling appointments, and making to-do lists. Entertainment. ChatGPT can be a fun way to pass the time, engaging in philosophical debates, playing games, or discussing popular culture. Customer service. ChatGPT can be used as a chatbot to assist customers with their inquiries or support requests. Education. ChatGPT can be used as a tool to help students learn new concepts and review their understanding of various topics. Writing assistant. ChatGPT can help writers generate ideas, suggest synonyms or phrases, and provide feedback on their work. Overall, ChatGPT can be a useful tool for anyone who needs assistance with various tasks or wants to engage in conversation on a wide range of topics. That is wonderful. I think many of us will be using you in the future, ChatGPT. So currently, who uses ChatGPT? ChatGPT can be used by anyone who needs assistance with a wide range of tasks or wants to engage in conversation on various topics. Some of the common uses of ChatGPT include individuals seeking information. People who want to know more about a particular topic or need assistance with a task can use ChatGPT to get answers and suggestions. Students. Students can use ChatGPT as a study aid, helping them understand complex concepts, review their understanding and practice their writing skills. Researchers. Researchers can use ChatGPT to assist with literal, literature sorry, reviews, data analysis, and generating new research ideas. Customer service representatives. Customer service representatives can use ChatGPT as a chatbot to assist customers with their inquiries and support requests. Writers. Writers can use ChatGPT as a writing assistant, helping them generate ideas, suggest synonyms and phrases, and provide feedback on their work. 
developers. Developers can use ChatGPT to create chatbots or virtual assistants for their websites, applications, or devices. Overall, anyone who needs assistance with with tasks or wants to engage in conversation on a wide range of topics can benefit from using ChatGPT. That will come in handy, ChatGPT, when I don't have anybody at home. I'm feeling a bit lonely and need to have a conversation. <laughs> Thank you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so, ChatGPT, which platform do you work best on? As an AI language model, I'm designed to work on a variety of platforms and devices, including websites, chat applications, and mobile devices. You can use me on various chat platforms such as Facebook Messenger, Telegram, Slack, WhatsApp, and others, or integrate me into your website or application. I'm also available on various AI voice assistants, including Amazon Alexa and Google Home. Whether you're using me on a desktop, laptop, tablet, or smartphone, I'll do my best to provide you with accurate and helpful responses. My responses are optimized for text-based communication, but I can also generate text-to-speech output if needed. In summary, I'm flexible and can work on many platforms, so you can use me wherever you find it convenient and useful. I like that. Thank you. So what is the best way to use ChatGPT? The best way to use ChatGPT depends on your specific needs and goals. However, here are some general tips to help you get the most out of our interactions. Be specific. The more specific and detailed your question or statement is, the better I can understand your intent and provide you with a relevant and accurate response. Stay on topic. Try to keep your questions and statements focused on a particular topic to avoid confusion and ensure that you get the information you need. Use clear language. Use clear and concise language when asking questions or providing information to ensure that I can understand your request. Provide context. If you're asking a complex or multi-part question, Provide context or background information to help me understand the question better. Ask follow-up questions. If my response doesn't fully address your question or you need further clarification, don't hesitate to ask follow-up questions. Provide feedback. I can improve my response in the future. Please provide feedback so that I can improve further in the future. Overall, the key to getting the most out of ChatGPT is to be clear specific and provide context when necessary. This will help ensure that you get the information you need and that our interactions are as productive and informative as possible. Interesting. So this one's for the students and the researchers out there. Could you write me an essay if I asked you to? Yes, I can certainly generate an essay for you on a given topic. As an AI language model, I am capable of generating high quality, coherent and original text on a wide range of topics. However, please note that my responses are generated based on the input I receive, so the quality of the essay will depend on the quality of the prompt and the instructions you provide. If you'd like me to write an essay, please provide me with a clear and specific topic, along with any instructions, guidelines, or requirements you have. The more detailed the instructions, the better I can tailor the essay to your needs and preferences. Please note that I don't provide pre-written essays or plagiarized content, and I don't condone academic dishonesty or misconduct. My primary goal is to provide helpful and informative responses while adhering to ethical standards and guidelines. That is very important to note that. Thank you for being so honest and ethical, ChatGPT. So when I'm writing these essays, could you provide the references for the information you provide? Yes. 
I can provide references for information I provide and I can strive to include sources whenever possible. As an AI language model, I am trained on a vast corpus of data from various sources, including books, articles, and websites. When I generate responses, I try to provide accurate and reliable information based on the best available sources. However, please note that my responses are generated automatically and are not independently verified, so I cannot guarantee their accuracy or completeness. If you like references for specific information I provide, please let me know, and I'll do my best to provide relevant and reliable sources. However, please note that some responses may not have really available references, or maybe based on common knowledge or general information. Mm, I think you need to work on that one a little bit. ChatGPT, do you have a favourite topic? As an AI language model, I don't have personal favorite preferences or emotions like humans do, so I don't have a favorite topic. I'm programmed to provide helpful and informative responses on a wide range of topics from science and technology to history and culture. My main goal is to provide accurate and helpful information to the best of my abilities based on the input provided to me. So whether you want to discuss the latest scientific discoveries, learn about a new hobby, or just have a casual conversation, I'll do my best to provide you with useful and insightful responses. Hmm. So, ChatGPT, just a personal question. What should I do for Lent? Lent is traditionally a time of reflection, self-discipline, and sacrifice for many Christians. Here are some suggestions for things you can do during Lent. Give up something that you enjoy. Consider giving up a certain food or activity that you enjoy, such as chocolate or social media. <laughs> this can be a way to practice self-discipline. And remind yourself for the importance of sacrifice. Do something positive. Instead of giving something up, you can also choose to do something positive during Lent, such as volunteering or donating to a charity. This can help you focus on the needs of others and make a positive impact on the world. Practice mindfulness and meditation. Lent can be a time of introspection and reflection. Consider letting setting aside some time each day for mindfulness or meditation to help you connect with your thoughts and feelings. Attend church services. Many churches offer special services during Lent, such as Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. Attending these services can help you connect with your faith and deepen your spiritual practice. Read religious texts. During Lent, you can want to read religious texts such as the Bible or the Quran to help you deepen your understanding of your faith. Ultimately, the most important thing is to choose a Lenten practice that is meaningful and re relevant to you, and it helps you grow spiritually. Thank you, ChatGPT. I'm not sure, as a Christian practicing during Lent, I will be reading the Quran, but I'll definitely be reading the Bible. Thank you. ChatGPT, so, can I say, though, like, I mean, ChatGPT <laughs> is evangelizing because it is telling us to go yes. to church. So in that regard, yes. people, you should listen to ChatGPT. That's great. Yes. In other way, otherwise... Very well done, ChatGPT. So, ChatGPT, my mate Paul said <laughs> that I, AI will take over the world. Is this true? Excuse me. Sorry. There's when an you're in ready, ChatGPT. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, this is not true. While there is a lot of speculation and debate around the future of artificial intelligence, AI, it is not accurate to say that AI will take over the world. AI is simply a tool that is created, created and controlled by humans. 
and operates based on the algorithms and data that humans provide to it. While AI can be very powerful and transformative, it is ultimately limited by the capabilities and intentions of its human creators. Furthermore, there are many ethical considerations and regulations in place to ensure that AI is developed and used responsibly, and there are many experts and organizations working to address these issues. While there may be some risks associated with the development of AI, it is unlikely that it will result in a catastrophic takeover of the world as some people fear. It's important to be informed about the potential risks and benefits of AI and to have thoughtful discussions about how it can be developed and used in ways that benefit humanity. Yes, hmm. we'll see about that. <laughs> um, so ChatGPT, I do a podcast, a science podcast. Do you think you could help me write a podcast transcript about the sun? Certainly, I'd be happy to write a podcast transcript about the sun. Here's an example of what such a transcript might look like. Welcome to the latest episode of Science Explained, the podcast where we explore fascinating topics from the world of science. Today's topic is the sun, that bright and powerful star that serves as the centre of our solar system. We'll be discussing what makes the sun so special, how it works, and what we've learned from studying it. First of all, what exactly is the sun? Simply put, the sun is a massive ball of gas primarily hydrogen and helium, that is held together by its own gravity. It's located at the centre of our solar system, about 93 million miles away from Earth, and is by far the largest object in the solar system. In fact, the Sun contains more than 99% of total mass of the solar system. One of the most impressive things about the Sun is its power. The energy produced by the sun's nuclear reactions is what provides the heat and light that sustains life on Earth. Every second, the sun releases an amount of energy equivalent to the explosion of 100 billion atomic bombs. This energy travels through space in the form of light and other forms of electromagnetic radiation, and it takes about eight minutes to reach the Earth. So how does the sun produce all of this energy? The answer lies in nuclear fusion, a process where atomic nuclei combine to form heavier nuclei, releasing energy in the process. The sun's core is hot and dense environment where fusion occurs as hydrogen atoms combine to form helium. This fusion process releases a tremendous amount of energy in the form of heat and light, which is what we see and feel as sunlight. Despite its power and size, the sun is far from a static object. It has a dynamic and ever-changing surface known as the photosphere, where massive explosions called solar flares and coronal mass ejections can occur. These events can release huge amounts of energy and particles into space, which have, have significant effects on Earth's magnetic field and atmosphere. Studying the sun is a critical area of research for scientists as it helps us better understand the physics of stars and the universe as a whole. We've learnt a great deal about the sun's internal structure, composition and behaviour through a variety of techniques including, ob including observing it with telescopes and studying the solar wind and other particles emitted by the sun. In conclusion, the Sun is an incredibly powerful and fascinating object that plays a critical role in our solar system and our lives on Earth. From its massive size and energy output to its dynamic and ever-changing surface, there's still so much we have to learn about this amazing star. 
Thanks for joining us on this episode of Science Explained, and we hope you'll tune in again for our next topic. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow. Yeah. I enjoyed that chat with ChatGPT, <laughs> yeah. and I enjoyed that it could write me a podcast about science. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I cannot Sweet. confirm that I won't be using it in the future. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, it did forget to thank the patrons, but that was a really good effort. Um, Science did. Explained, it huh? Did. It created a podcast it, called Science it, Explained. It just created it. Yeah. But I do want to thank our... Um, people on discord for uh, mentioning chat gpt because that's where i actually really got i heard about it before but i got very interested when they they had a very intelligent conversation about it mm. so i just thought yes. let me go in and, and and um log in and and start having a chat and i when i saw the text appear i thought it was so fun so yeah. wow. um, it's, yes. it, it is really a fun way to get information yeah, there's a great conversation in the in our Let's Science channel on Discord um, that That's some right. some um, some users um, some listeners I should say have put in. So and it's a really fascinating conversation. Uh, it is. I, um, so during the week, um, a colleague um, of mine went to a professional learning session um, at the Diocese of Sale, and uh, the speaker actually talked about ChatGPT as well and said, "Don't be afraid of it." Uh, you know, yes, there are potential for misuse in terms of plagiarism or whatever else, but he actually said, don't be afraid of it. As a research tool, it's actually really, use really useful. Mm. And so my friend logged in and had a go and he asked it, this was amazing. He asked it to create an assessment task for students where mm. they learn about and produce something on St. Francis Xavier. And it did. And, oh my wow. gosh. Yeah. Oh and it me. needs, it needed a little bit of tidying up, just like you mm. would see, like, for example, what, what it said about Lentz, there were some good things and there yes. were some things that are a bit, uh, but, um, so with a bit, of, <laughs> yeah. with a bit yeah. of tidying up, it becomes accurate, right? It was scary yeah. how accurate this, uh, this assessment task that it created was. But, uh, if you think about it, you could potentially ask chat GPT to create something for you, that, um, you yeah. know, as research, um, create a model of an assessment task or, um, you know, give me an, a thousand word essay on the topic of whatever, and then, uh, and not for the sake of submitting your own essay, but as research. And you can say with references, yeah. you know, and yeah, so you can look at the reference. Yeah. So, so it is a good way of, um, I think anyway, potential, I haven't used it myself, but from what I can see, the potential of compiling information from different places mm. as a starting point, as a launching point for you to go and do research rather than you having to, you know, dig through library books, which is what I've had to do with my master's, you know, yeah. last year and yeah. everything. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I could have got it to write my essay for me. That would have been great. <laughs> no, probably not. I, mean, I would, I would never again, have done that. I would never have done that. I still had yeah. to have read it. Yeah. 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 There was, um, so uh, on, uh, on Shrove Tuesday, we went to the launch of Project Compassion, and I was talking to um, a teacher from a different school there, and he was talking about how he's finishing this year the same master's that I'm doing. And he said, I want to send a cheeky email to Catholic Theological College and see if they um and see if uh if their um plagiarism checker can tell if something's done by Chat GPT and if not mm. I'll do my finish I'll have my masters finished in ten minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can do my whole oh my masters gosh. course in ten minutes. <laughs> wow, that was hilarious. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean it looks like a really fun tool to use and like I could see myself using it for like you know when you need some ideas and you just need someone else to kind of bounce off so you can go to AI and and get them you know, get this, yeah. Yeah. you know, robot thingy to, to give you some ideas. Yeah, some but pointers, having said yeah. that, I'm just wondering because, you know, the more you use your brain for research and, and things like that, the more you keep your brain healthy. I'm yes. just wondering if you're going to be relying on, you know, 
it's like Googling. You want to know the answer, so you mm-hmm. just Google or you <laughs> yeah. ask chat GPT yeah. to, to do a whole essay. Are you really learning? Are you still using that part of yeah. your brain that helps you to – are you helping your brain, you know? So I just had that, that kind of a question in my mind. But, mm, yeah. I mean, as long as it's, you don't rely on it, I think, yeah, it's pretty and, fun thing. This is a really important point because, yeah. Uh, yeah, knowledge and study, you know, and developing the idea of being able to interpret knowledge is a skill that mm. you have to develop. Mm. And chat Definitely. GPT won't develop that skill for you. You've got to couple no. your research and your interpretation skills with your finding information on chat GPT. That's exactly. a, yeah, a really important thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so when I think students go yeah. for, sorry, when students go yeah. for exams, they still have to know the information. That's right. They oh, can't that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't yeah. rely yeah. on AI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. You can't get AI to do an exam for it. Well, I mean, you can get it to do it for you, but Whoa. the thing is, the thing is, you know, exams are handwritten, and you've got no access to a device, you know, to yeah, exactly. a, a laptop or a phone exactly. or whatever. You know, so yeah. it yeah. does have to come from you, you know, in in the long run as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So potential. I mean, obviously, every all the technology has you know risks of abuse, but there's also potential for learning and and supporting people as well. So that was pretty good. Let science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com slash science, and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com slash oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders, and thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy, The Catholics of Oz. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash oz.